Today's daf is daf mem hey in Nazis. We learn for a four slamer for Akiva ben Chaya Rachel. Says the Mishnah on mem hey amaralaf. Tiglachas atara. Till now, we discussed the last couple of days, we discussed the, the previous two kinds of shaving, which is one is the prohibition, you can't shave during the Nazir's period. And one is if he became Tomei, if he became Tomei Mace, that he has to purify himself and do that shaving or haircutting is whatever you want to call it, we'll call it shaving. Now we talk about the proper one to do. Anybody who becomes a Nazir, right? Hopefully he won't, he won't shave at all during that time. He'll do the right thing. He won't shave at all. And hopefully he won't become Tomei, Mace, won't be an accident, certainly not on purpose. And then if everything goes well, at the end of his Nazir's period, he will shave after he brings his Kabbalah. So here's what we're talking about. Tikalach Satara, that's what we're talking about. The proper shaving done after he finished his regular period of Naziris Batara. How does that work? Ketzev. Hey, maybe you won't he brought the three animals, Chatasol and Shlomim. Those are the three animals that you bring. So the Pashup shot is that he brings the, the Karbanos in those three orders. Obviously, the Kohen brings them, he brings them to the Kohen. The Chatas first, and the Ola, then the Shlomim. And after he brings the Shlomim, then he shaves. Then he shaves. We're going to talk about how he shaves, where he shaves. So, so the Pashim Shad is that he brings him in that order, and after he brings the Shlomim, then he shaves. Another shot of Rabbi Yehuda, some same shot maybe that, that he means, no, you bring the Chatasol and Shlomim, but it doesn't have to be in that order. And he shaves after he brings the Shlomim. It doesn't have to be the Chatasol first. But the Pashim Shad is that he brings the Chatasol and Shlomim in that order. Chatas always comes first when you bring two Karbonos, a Chatas and anything else, you always bring the Chatas first. So he brings Chatzal and Shlom, and after Shlom did Rabbi Yudah, Rabbi Lazar, Meloyim, Megalech, Elal, Chatas. No, after he brings the Chatas only, he starts with the Chatas, then he can shave. Wherever you have a Chatas with another carbon, you always bring Chatas. Even if the Chatas is a bird and the other carbon is an animal, you still bring the Chatas first. That's the rule. Always Chatas comes first. The Im, okay, so we have Machlokas here. Do you, shech, do you uh, shave after you bring the Shlomim? And the order then you bring the shlomim, or possibly rabbi means if you bring the shlomim first, then you do that. But do you bring it after you do you shave after you brought the shlomim, or do you do it after the chatas? Right, that's the machlokas here. Everybody agrees that as long as you as long as you brought one of the kabbalas, whichever one you brought, and you shaved after that, that's it. Your yatsa, you've done your shaving, as we'll see, and then you could you're finished with the nazirus period. Now. Normally, you say this is a chatas. I'm bringing this for chatas, bringing this for shlom. Let's say he bought the three carbonos he has to bring. Well, it's evident from the age and the gender of the animals what's what. So if he bought the three animals, Velopius, uh, you didn't say which one. A real chatas, a chatas of a, of a regular commoner is a female, uh, a female uh, sheep or, or a goat. So if he brings a female under a year old, that's your chatas. The Ola is a male. The Ola Tigabola. Ola is a male under a year old. And the Shlomim is a male uh, sheep after two years, which is like a ram, right? You bring uh, an Isle ram. So Shlom Tikr Shlom. So he doesn't even have to specify what they are. And you could tell from the age and the gender which one goes for it. And right after the Mishnah, the Pasik says that when he shaves, talking about when he, we're talking about he finishes his regular kosher Nazir's period. Pasuk says in Pasuk Pesach He shaves at the opening of the old moed of the Mishkan. Would that be a proper thing to do? 
you know, here's your here's your base amigdash, right? And here is the olomoe, uh, the heichal, and this is where he's going to shave over here. That's not nice. What does that mean? The answer is Pesach is a catchphrase for meaning Shlomim. Because the Shlomim is the one carbon, many times it says Pesach and they learn from there that it has to be, you cannot bring a Shlomim if the doors of the basement, the doors of the Heichal are not open yet. Bring it too early in the morning and the doors haven't opened yet, you got to start all over again. So Pesach is like a phrase, doesn't mean really in this case, that, he, that he, uh, right. he shaves right over there, it means that he shaves after he brings the shlomim. Because Pesach is a phrase referring to shlomim. We're talking about that he shaves after shlomim. When it talks about a regular shlomim, in the beginning of the year, it says, So is that really the pshat? Are we speaking about Pesach Maybe he really shaves there? Could you say that? Could you say, this is the holiest place, here's the Mizbeach, Here's where they, he's going to stand here and take a shave in that place. Would that be a proper place to, 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 to shave? Could you say that? That's shameful. That's shameful. That's disgusting to shave there. That's the first shot. The first, that's what the Tanakhama says over here. So when it says Pesach Moe, it doesn't mean you actually shave there. It must mean you shave after you bring the Shlomer. Yosh Yomer, ain't it Sarah? I don't even need that Russia. Based on that, it's a bizarre. And I have another part. At the end of a Yisrael, what does it say? When you build the Mizbeach, the Mizbeach has a ramp over here, right? The ramp, you walk up on a ramp. Because if you walk with steps, uh, and those days they didn't have pants like we were, you know, they wore like robes like the uh, some of the Arabs do, you know. Um, they weren't Irish. They just, you know, <laughs> they just, uh, they, they, uh, they wore robes. So it wouldn't be proper. When you lift your feet up, that would be proper. It would show your erva. So the Pasuk says, You shouldn't do that. That's also Kalbachomer. You shouldn't even walk up where you're not doing anything wrong. You're just walking up the steps. You shouldn't make steps there so that you shouldn't have to lift up your feet and show your erva. So he says, not only because Stam is a bazillion to shave there. You see in the base of Mikdash, you're not even allowed to have steps there. So certainly you can't do this. It's interesting, you see here in the brackets, it's really the same thing, but we bring down Yoshia's idea first. And then, so again, this is like a Rishalmi, this Lashon. It's very strange to find this in the Babli. So here Rabbi Yoshia says, Rabbi Yoshia's opinion that he learns out from the Malos is he, he also says the same thing, but based on the number. Is he talking about the Shlomo Eina Ella, or are we talking about literally the shave at the opening of the, at the door of the Oamoi? If the Torahs don't walk up on steps, you shouldn't shave here. So it's the same idea, except we bring down Rabbi Yoshia's opinion uh, and not the uh, first opinion we mentioned of Tanah Rabbanah based on that Islam there was on Rabbi Yosh. Yosef gives another reason why you can't shave at the door of the Olamoy. And it's a Chariyom Apostle says, V'lokach Asayar Rosho, Asayar Rosh Nizro, V'nosan ala eish. What is he, what do you, it, it, Pasuk says, Pasuk says, you, uh, I lost the uh, sheet here. Okay. Pasuk says, you, you um, no, it's not there either. Oh, here it is. Put it over here. Um, Pasuk says, what do you do with the hair? Says, the Pasuk goes on. V'gilach anazer pesach Now we're saying that means after the shlaman. Es rosh nizro, v'lokach es rosh nizro, take the hair, and what do you do with it? Put it on the fire 
Asher tachas That's what you do. You put it on the fire when they cook the shlamim. The shlamim, the truth is, the shlamim can be eaten anywhere in shlam. Shlam is a kachim kalim. So you can be eaten in shlam. So you really will see you could cook it even in your shlam. Doesn't mean the basement, but wherever you're cooking it. It's apparently, we'll see, we'll see what it means, not wherever. I'm saying when you're cooking it, let's say in the Azara, you put it on the fire there, and we'll see how that's done. And on the base, we'll see, we'll talk more about that. It says, So it says, what does it say? Take the hair and put it on the fire. So all you got to do is take it and put it there. If we're talking about shaving by the door of the Oel Moe, so now that you take, if you shave there and you took your hair, not only do you take it there, you've also got to transport it to where you're cooking it. You're not cooking it right there in the Azara. You're cooking it maybe in the uh, in the Azra's Nashim. You're cooking it maybe on Harabayas, maybe even Yerushalayim, but you're not cooking it right there. So it, obviously it's not, you can't just take it and put it on the fire. You got to take it and walk it over. So it says, take it and put it. Mashmah, that you right where you take it, right where you shave, there you can put it right there. Bishan Mechusra is only missing a lakikh menasimi. You have the same kind of a drusha, you know, by a get. You know, you can't write a get, let's say, on a tree. Let's say you, write, you bought a sofa and you wrote it on a tree, and then you chop down the tree and give her the tree. You got to have it where you write it and you can give it to a writer. You can't have things in between. You have the several drushas and shasas way. Economists, some say that it was Rav Yitzhak who started the drasha. In other words, there wasn't Rav Yitzhak who said in reply to the others, but Economist that you shave after you bring the shlam. You shave right there. You take it. The same place where he cooked it, that's where he shaves, right? It's got to be that place. So, um, you got to do it right there. So you got to be able to shave in a place where you can cook it. And you can cook it in the Azara Harabayas. But the truth is, we'll, we'll talk on a base about whether you always do it. And if you cook it in the Azara, fine, you can do that. Mufarshim say that, you know, they cooked in Yerushalayim, but then why you can really cook it in the Azara too. You just wouldn't cook it Pesach Olamoe. So that's another Russia. And where did he actually shave? So we say he doesn't shave. We, we just said that he doesn't shave Pesach Oomoe because either it's disgusting or it, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't make sense. It's, it, it's disgusting to, to cook it right there. I mean, to shave right there. Rather, you wouldn't shave right here for, for either because it's just disgusting or because, you know, if you can't walk up on steps, certainly you can't uh, shave right there. Or another drush we said is because you got to be able to take the hair and immediately throw it under the fire, uh, uh, the fire where you're cooking, under the pot where you're cooking the shlamin. And you're not cooking over here. So it can't be, uh, you'd have to, if you would shave over here, you'd have to shave, then transport it to the place where you cook. Where do you actually shave? So that's why I brought this in here. See this lishka sanazim? This is the Ezra Snashim. Uh, the, the whole thing is called the Azar, but this is the Azmein Azar, this Ezra Snashim. Here it's called lishka sanazim. That's where they shave. They shave in Now we'll see. You can shave, truth is, if you shave somewhere else, that would also be okay. But that's the proper place to do Nishkasanazirim. This is the southeast corner. If you're looking north, usually we live north, south, east, west. So it would be this way, you know? It would be the southeast corner would be over here. But the letters are printed here with, you know, with the north at the bottom and the, uh, uh, the south at the top. So this is the southeast corner of the Ezra Snushim. That's the Nishkasanazirim. That's where they actually, that's where they were supposed to shave. So if they shave there, then they could be cooking there as well.
Abachanan Omer, another drush from Shemur Belezer, the Yochanan of Pesach he learns that drush means when it says that the Pesach says he should shave at the opening of the of the Omer, which we're interpreting now to mean shave after you bring the Shlomim, don't actually shave there. He means this, this calls my very much the way we learn by Shlomim, that Kozman she'en Pesach Omer, Pesach and Megal, you can't shave unless the door is open. Just like we learn by Shlomim when it says, Shlomim, you shecht Pesach Omer, it doesn't mean you actually shecht it right there. You shecht it in the place of Shechita. means you only could shecht it when the door is open. If you shecht it too early in the morning before they open the gate, that's not good. Here also, you have to shave only when the door is open. He says, What does that to teach me? We learned before, a, a woman can become a Nazira, just like a man become a Nazir, right? So if a woman becomes a Nazir, what does she do when she has to shave all her hair off? So he says, It says, uh, but in other words, near the opening, Rashi says that a woman doesn't at all shecht in the SR. Forget about Pesach That could be right at the doorway. That's uh, disgusting. That's not steps. It doesn't make sense there. But even in the Azara, anywhere in the Azara, she shouldn't shave there when if she becomes a Nazar and she finishes the period. Because maybe the young boys will be tempted when you see a woman, uh, you know, taking care of her of herself and whatever she's doing over there, you know, she's beautifying herself or shaving, whatever she's doing, uh, it's not proper. And pardon? She's not beautifying. Uh, 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 so we'll see. So we'll see. Amalo. So they told Rav Shimon Shazuri, you're saying that the drasha of of wants to exclude a woman. What about the case of the South? says You got to stand her up there, and her all. You know, she's she, you shave her head off, you, you shave her hair off, and you tear her clothes. That's And you're not concerned that maybe the boys there will be tempted. The young The case of the uh, nazira, uh, she's not supposed to make herself hideous. In fact, she can uh, she can paint her eyes and she could put on rouge. But in the case of the Sota, we try to make her look hideous in order so that so there the women, the, the boys won't be tempted. In the case of the Zira, other than shaving her head, that's a problem. Before she talk about that, that um, you know, about the uh, a woman who um, who gets who shaves right after she gets married. And there's a custom among some Hasidim that the women shave their heads. That's also a whole discussion about, you know, uh, what, what they do there. But it doesn't necessarily mean that they uh, make themselves look repulsive. So here, yeah, she's got to shave her hair, uh, shave all her hair up. But at the same time, um, she can be putting on a nice shaitel <laughs> or, or beautifying the rest of her face or putting in Botox. I don't know, whatever they do, but she can make something. So you don't want to do that kind of stuff. She shouldn't be getting dressed or undressed or dealing with her body. Uh, in there, and therefore she should uh, she should uh, shave outside of the base of Mikdash. It's always an issue what Medina sometimes means outside Yerushalayim, and some of Parshim say over here Medina is Yerushalayim, but yeah, but here it means here you see from Rashi constantly refers to either the base of Mikdash or Medina it means outside the base of Mikdash. All right, okay. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Right, right. So there's two pshatim over there, right? Some is to make her ugly and some is exactly to, to discourage her, right? So that's the point. But uh, if you're not making her ugly, she could be tempted. A man sees a woman getting dressed or getting a haircut. Even people getting, getting a haircut, it's not proper to, to see them. The, um, uh, even Rabbonim, 
uh, it's not considered seeds. I understand that they have a special mikvah in Bnei Brak or maybe near Shalayim, which is only for the rabbis. It's improper for them to go with other people, you know, like uh, it's uh, not the same kind of tzniyas, but it's also a tzniyas matter. It's not the women and men, but uh, even when it comes to Rabbanim, there's an Indian uh, for its knees. In, in the Mishkan, we have none of this. Right? And the home away in the, in the Mishkan would be the immediate. Zone. Right, it would also be that area, Petachomoy, but it's so open. I mean, they. Oh, there's no discussion with that. No, 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 but there was uh, there was the Azar around it. The, you, had the, the, you, you had the Mishkan, the, but you, you had the Azar around the. Uh, you had the Ohamoy. Right, right. Uh, right, right, right. With the Kalin. That's and, right, and that's right. Right. And then there was just the old so okay. If you're talking, if you're talking about in, if you're talking about when the Mishkan was fixed, like in Shiloh, it's one thing, and you did have an Azar around it. You talk about in the midbar, yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the midbar, yeah, in the midbar, you'd have a problem. So it'd be around the area around it. Right, but but it wouldn't be at the Pesach. You wouldn't shave it at the Pesach. You wouldn't shave at the opening at the at the opening. You shave on the side. You couldn't shave at Pesach all Does it mean? ‫-כן. Or other pshatim. So there's different ways to learn what Pesach Olamoid means. It certainly does not mean you shechted at the doorway of the Olamoid. That's what we're saying. Either because it's disgusting, it's repulsive, you wouldn't do that, it's not proper, it's a design, or because you wouldn't be able to throw the hair right under the fire of the pot that you're cooking the shlamim in because you're not cooking right there, or because of these other reasons that we've said. Hayinotosir, so what'd you do with the hair? Hayinotosir, Rosho, because we just said you throw it under the fire. And you throw it under the fire, but we'll see. The Gemara is going to explain more details of this. Even just take the, the hair loose and toss it under the fire, it would blow away. So, you know, so this is the gears that we have. Some say they have different gears that if you, even if you, even if you shave outside the base of Migdash, you would still bring the hair there. But the Pashim Shad here in our Mishnah, and the way we have the gears, the way Rashi has the gears, in Gilach, that if you shave, Outside the base of Mikdash, you didn't throw it under the door. What did you do with it? So, so uh, uh, Zam Brisker says you burned it there. You burned it outside. If you didn't, if you didn't bring it inside, you burned it there. Yes, we burned either way. That's where we're taught this whole speaking about where you shave after your thirty-day period, after the regular Nazir's period is over. What about shaving if you became tamei mace in the middle of the period and you had a few? go through seven days of purification, followed by the carbonos, and then shaving the Now, what, what did are we speaking about? By Tigalachasatuma, there is no shlaman. Uh, so we're talking, we'll see some Marashim. Rameyer Omer, Hakol, we'll see in the Gemara. Rameyer Omer, Hakol, Meshach, Tachasadud, 
Okay, so this is all there was no, you didn't throw the hair anywhere. You know, there was not, nothing there. We'll see. Some say that you, that it was, uh, was the Gemara say because it was buried. And this was Gemara going to say over here. Okay. No, everything, everything, whether it's in other words, either uh, there's there's Atara, which is either in the base of Migdash or you shake outside the base of Migdash. And with the Tanakhama said over here, um, uh, the Tanah that we have says about the the Tehlasatara, it's mashma that, you know, that you, you only, the Tehlasatara, you threw under the dud. Tehlasatara, you didn't. Rameyer says, you threw all the hair under the dud. Chutzman atamadina. Well, again, Tomei in the base of Migdash, what dud was there? We'll see. It's the Asham. The Asham, right? Because the, the, um, that's the only, that's the only, uh, that's the only thing that they're cooking there was the other, because the Chata Sonola is, uh, was, was not, uh, uh, the if you have a Chata Sonola bird, we're talking about the animal, you cook the uh, what you cook was the asham. So chutzman atomei b'medina bilvad. Atomei b'medina where you shechted it not in the right place. You didn't shecht it in the base. I mean shecht. I keep saying shecht. You didn't shave in the base. You shaved outside. That is, we'll see. That's buried, and that's not uh, that the hair there is buried, and therefore that's not thrown under the dud. But it's mashma from a mayor that tomei in the base of mikdash would throw it under the dud, as we'll see the dud of the asham. So gemara not tells our rasha tanarabanan. Okay, what he does is this. He's cooking the shlomim, takes some of the sauce, the gravy of the shlomim there, and puts that on the sarosh. I guess there's one lower, but it's really based on a pussy, as we'll see. Put that on the sarosh in Israel, on the, on the hair. Then he takes that hair that's been soaked with uh, rotev, with sauce from the shlomim, and then he throws that under the fire. The im. You know what? If he threw it under, not under the shlom, because the Pasuk says, uh, Pasuk says that he takes it un, and puts it under the Zebach HaShlom. Pasuk goes on in Pasuk Yud Tes. Uh, no, same Pasuk, Pasuk Yud Chesra. Still in the same Pasuk, Pasuk Yud You put that on the fire and that was shlom. So you know what he says? He says over here, if you did it under the dud of the chatos or ashim yatsa, says more ashim benazir tarmika. There's no ashim by benazir tar. Chatos all in shlom we did. So where's the ashim? I'm Rav Achikamer. In benazir tamei, if he was benazir tamei and he shed a shave after his purification, m'shaleach tachas adud shel ashim yatsa. That's a little bit different. It means to say that yatsa either way, yatsa either way. But if, if, according to this, it's not that the yatsa is a little bit misplaced. Rashi later on seems not to have it. Anyway, so if you put it m'shaleach tachas adud shel ashim. If you if he's an Azatame, then he puts it under the dud of the Ashram. There is no shlom there. So he puts it under the Ashram. You know, I mean, where do we get this from? How do we know? How do we know that you 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 take the, the sauce, the gravy from the shlomim pot, put it on the hair, Amarava, That's In other words, from the zevach, from the shlomim that you were cooking. That should also be put under the fire, under the under the uh, under the zevach shlom itself, under the pot. Asher tachas zevach shlom mizivcha from the zevach, from the sauce, from the pot. Take that out, put that under the hair. Yehitachta, it should be under the imshil. You put it under the under the under the pot. The imshil of tachas adud shachatas. If you put it under the shachatas, you yod say, and he said gives us tachas shachatas ba'asham yatsa. Yatsa is really going on the shachatas and the asham. It's if you're supposed to. Burn the hair of the nazir of the takalachas tuma, uh, then that would be under the asham. My time. What's the reason? How do you know? 
Pasik says, you put the hair, you put the hair. Okay, we're saying we're learning out from Tacha Zevach Shlom, the Tamda Zevach, you should also put that with the hair. In other words, not the hair alone goes on, on the fire underneath the pot, but from the pot itself, you take that grave, you put it on the hair and put that on Zevach Shlom. So why should we say if you put it under the Chathos also, or the Oshim in the case of a, of a Tameh? Because um, it says, my time across Zebach Rabbah Sachat to include because it says Zebach Hashlam, didn't say Shlam, it says Zebach Shlam Rabbah Sachat Hashlam. Well, Fikta Elai Zebach Mirota, but you just said a minute ago that the Drosha of Zebach has to teach me that from the Zebach, meaning from the Zebach, from the cooked pot of the carbon Shlamim, you take some of the sauce and put that under the hair, and that also goes on the fire underneath the underneath the pot. So you've already used the lahai zevach mit merotav. Zin kein leim akrah mi rotav ashlam. Let it say from rotav ashlam. You say v'nasan leishes shetachas rotav ashlamim. My zevach. Why does it say zevach? Shmami no la rabbos has pichi chatz ashlam. So maybe kula chatz ashlam. Maybe it's only coming to me chatz ashlam. Maybe you don't learn it for rotav at all. Zim kein leim ashlamim. Just say shlamim. V'zevach. Let it say shlamim. Put under the shlamim. V'zevach, which would be the chatz ashlam, either the shlamim or the other carbonos. Because zevach means any carbon which is shechted, any animal which is shechted. My zevach hashlamim. Why do you say zevach hashlamim? You see both things from here. Both that zevach means that from the zevach you put that under under the fire also on the fire under the pot, and also that it could be chatos and osham bidiyabad. You also with the chatos also. These these are stuck miyakes. Pardon? This is not Ma'akim. That's not Ma'akim, no. Do, if you don't do any of those. Well, if you don't put with the hair, that's not Ma'akim, as we'll see. Tan Rabban. Hakol o'im m'shach l'tachas All the hair, whether it's Tiglachas Atar or Tiglachas Atoma, wherever apparently he shaved, chutz mitam shigilach medina, right? Except that's all thrown under the dud, meaning a tome, even a tome, uh, Tiglachas Atoma, who, who shaved in the base of Mikdash, he would also put it under the dud, the dud in this case being being what? Being uh, the Asham. Now, remember the uh, the uh, Nazar Tomei, when he purifies himself, he brings a couple of birds, and the Asham animal. But it says Zevach Hashlam. Zevach always refers to an animal, a slaughtered animal in the base of Migdash, and not, not the bird. So you can't be talking about the Chathas, presumably, of the Tomei, maybe, right? Of uh, the Tomei, we're talking about the Asham. So that's what he says. It may be, or maybe it means if you cook the bird also, but usually zevach hashlam usually refers to an animal. Except for a tame who shaved outside the base of Yiddish. We didn't have that in the Mishnah, but here in the Brahis he tells you the reason why you don't take the hair of a, of a tame, a Nazarus tame, when he purified himself and he shaved outside the base of Yiddish, that's because it's buried. He said before, that um, we said before that the Tanakam holds that another Tomei who, sha- who shaved in the base of Megdash, uh, according to the Tanakama, Mashma, he also doesn't throw the hair there. Maybe that would also be burned. Rabbiuda says no, whether they're Tohor, whether they're Tohor, whether he's another Tohor, whether he shaved in the base of Megdash or outside, even outside, he also uh, put it under the Dud. Tomeim Khan the Kanlo. If they were tame, no, you didn't do it at all. You didn't throw the hair on at all. Going along with uh, with mayor, mayor says outside maybe it was buried, inside maybe it was burned. Um, third shita. Rabbi says if you're tahor, no matter where you sh- where you shave, you threw it under the you threw it under the fire, no matter where you shave. 
presumably you didn't shave in Tel Aviv because you still have to, right? The, the shlamim can't be taken outside of Yerushalayim. So Yehuda says the tar, whether you shaved in the base of or outside, they threw it under the dud. Tameim, whether they were Tamei, Kan, Vekan, Loyim, so that's Rabbi Yudah's opinion. Rabbi Meir says everybody's Meshach except for a Tomei that shaved outside the base of Mikdash. Nobody threw the hair under the dirt, except for a tar person who shaved in the base of Mikdash. That's the proper way to do it. Says Rashi. The proper way to do it is where to shave. You shave in the base of Mikdash, as we said. What does it mean in the base of Mikdash? In this Lishchas Hanazirim, in the southeast corner of the Ezra's Nashim, in the, in, in the, uh, that's where you shave. And then that's where you threw the, 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 the but if you, if a tar person shaved outside, then presumably it would be buried, uh, it would be burnt rather, the way the, way the, the grizz learns, that it would be, that hair would be burnt, not buried. Buried apparently is only if it's a tame who shaved outside. So we have three opinions here. And and uh, the push of shot in the Mishnah, when the Mishnah says, mm-hmm. so it says mashma. That's like this mashma like the Tanakama. In other words, in in our Mishnah, right? In our Mishnah, do we see Rabbi Yehuda's opinion? The Mishnah said, look at the back of the Mishnah. He took the hair and he threw it into it. But if he if he if he shaved outside the base of Megiddo, then he did right? So. The Tanakama and our Mishnah is really like the Chachamim Omer. The Chachamim say that the only one who sends out the Dud is a Torah person who, who shaved in the base of Mikdash. If he shaved outside the base of Mikdash, he didn't. And if he was Tomei, he didn't at all. Rameyer says, no, they all did it. Rameyer is the most opposed to the Chachamim. Because Rameyer says, everybody said, sent it except for, everybody sent the hair under the Dud except for a Tomei Shemadina. Rabbi was in the middle. Rabbi said, the Torah, either way, whether they shaved inside or outside, would send to the good. But we, the Chachamim, our Mishnah goes like the Chachamim. It's Mashma from the Rambam Seichim that we go like Rabbi Yehuda, we pass on Rabbi Yehuda. But the, but the, our Mishnah's Mashma is Mashma like the Chachamim, that the only one who sent to the good is if, you, if a Torah, another Torah, who finished his period, and he shaved in the base Mishnah, which is the proper way, uh, which is the proper way to do it. All right, we'll pick it up from the Mishnah tomorrow, Mir Hashem. And have a good day, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.